0: The reason people aren't financially free is they don't know what to do and they don't know where to start. I want you to join Joey and I at the Virtual Inner Circle Live April the 4th through the 6th as we share with you the exact answers to those questions. We only do this event one time per year. I don't want you to miss out. Go to www.withwattwattstreet.com forward slash live and enter promo code podcast. When you're at this event, you're going to get your investor DNA. You're going to get access to up to six different passive income strategies. So, you know, leaving this event, exactly what to do, taking our decades of knowledge so that you can start becoming financially free. Go to wealthwhitewallstreet.com forward slash live and enter the promo code podcast. Stallion, a lot of times people ask us, what are the things that we are investing in and how is it going? What are the actual results? What we're going to be sharing with you today is how we've produced over $2 million in passive income from our efforts over the last three years of doing this process and share it with you every single month. I Man, at the end of the day, it's,
1: it's one thing for things to start out. Well, it's the other thing to say, well, what's been going on? It's like, give me a report card. And of course you hear things like, what is the cash flow every month on each one of our podcast updates, our past income updates every single month. But I think there's more behind the story. And I think that that's, what's been missing. Maybe you've been listening and this has been a question in your mind and that's what we wanted to bring to you this month as we wrap up 2023 to look at, okay, what's behind the scenes? What is the cash on cash returns? What's the IRR in certain things? And so that you can then know if this is the right path for you. And ultimately that's what this is all about. Joey and Russ are just a representation of each of you. Your investor DNA, your
0: path is what really matters. And we hope that this gives you the path. All right, Joey, let's jump into this passive income report for December of 2023 right now. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Muray. All right, Joey, let's break down what's happened, not only in December of 2023, but let's take this thing back a little bit. I, w- I want to kind of roll back and say, hey, you know, in June of 2020, we took the leap to say, we're going to share every single month, our passive income report with the world. And at that time, we were a little over 2000 a month between the two us, and in passive income. So it wasn't a lot to report on. And there was only a few things we were, we were doing the, the, the long-term rental game, right? We had just started our first short-term rental and uh, it, it wasn't going great. And we had a couple of crypto miners. And at the time, uh, Ethereum, which we were mining, was like $60, you know, a coin or whatever. I think it was almost costing us more to mine the machines. So there was not a lot to report on. A lot has changed since then. And I'd love for not only for us to recap some of that, but then let's dive into some of the specifics of the investments that we made, um, you know, how active or passive they were initially. How did we make them more passive? And then ultimately... What's the results and is this is something that you think we'll keep doing. Cool. I totally agree.
1: The other thing I think we should talk about a little bit, Russ, is the why behind some of these things. What was it about the the investment that we made at the time that we made it with the knowledge that we had? Because there's something super interesting to me about our journey, Russ, is that we have done this super imperfectly. And as you and and many people that come into our world, right, at Wealth of That Wall Street, they are learning to be an investor. And what you've gotten to see over the last four years is Russ and I document how you can still make really bad mistakes along the way and what can actually come out of that that's on the good side of things. So um, I, I think the why behind it could be really helpful as well as we talk about this.
0: Well, the why for us and everything that we do is is the decision we're making getting us closer to or further from financial freedom. And if you haven't already assessed where you are as a percentage to being financially free, you can do that right now. All you have to know is what your passive income is. How much money do you have coming in from things that you do not actively have to go to work for? And secondly, you just have to know your monthly expenses. Your monthly expenses can be easily done by setting out a budget and seeing if you can hold to that. Maybe it's just taking the last two or three bank statements that you have. If that's where you do all the spending or credit card statements and taking the average, you know, for the last three months, there's your monthly expenses. So if you take the passive income and divide it into the monthly expenses, you know, as a percentage, how close you are to becoming financially free. So for us, as we start to share with you different passive income streams that we've done, how we've built $2 million. Plus, in passive income over the last three and a half years of doing this, it is coming from the mindset of saying every decision we make with money needs to get us either a passive income or a reduction in our monthly expenses. And if that is being done, then we're getting closer to for every time that Joey bought um, another unicorn, for every time I bought another bass, you know, a ski boat, all those things are taking us further from, right? That's right. So
1: uh, let's start off here, Russ, and we talk a lot about, and I think we should do it in order if that's okay. So like back right before 2020, when we started reporting this, you mentioned we got into Ethereum mining computers. And originally I'll just tell you my thoughts on that. It was like a piece of rental property that had no toilets, no tenants and no termites. It was just this automated machine that just printed money. And as long as the cost to uh, power it was less than how much it was creating, yet that would have been easily a you know a cash machine. It would have been a piece of real estate that just continued to to you know produce. Now, it didn't work out that way, exactly. But I'm just want to tell you the the mindset that I had
0: when we got into it. What what would you add to that? It was cool. Uh, it fit my investor D and I cuz I am a, an I in the disc profile, I love things that I can talk about. I love things to provide immediate results. And I love things that I can talk about. Did I say that already? I think you did. <laughs> yeah. So for me, that was a great thing. And I also relationship, right? The relationship behind it was we knew the guys who were running the business. We knew the operators. We saw their track record. We believed uh, that they had an expertise in this specific area. That was why we invested in it. The amount of money I, I need to actually go back. I was sitting here looking at our spreadsheet forgot that I didn't even put that on our spreadsheet. Cause that was the very first thing that we did, um, uh, since we don't do it anymore, just did have it put on here, but yes, that we, we invested a, you know, a significant amount of money for us at the time. I don't remember exactly how many uh, machines that we started off with. I think we had maybe 11 or 12 computers between us. Is that correct? I think so. Yeah. And, and that they were for the first probably year and a half uh losing money we were, exactly. we were we were collecting less uh every month in the US dollar equivalent as it cost us to mine those and then very quickly that turned around I, I need to go back and do the math on that because we 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 made significantly greater money in those uh machines than uh the than most of the things that we did but unfortunately what ended up happening is, uh, they quit allowing us to mine Ethereum. They changed from uh, proof of work to proof of stake. That's right. So
1: we can update that on the report later, but the next thing that we did, uh, and this was just me kind of off on the side was trying to think about what are some ways I can invest with my children, like to help them to see how to run a business. And that's where hundred unicorns came along, right? It's a drop shipping business. It's an easy thing. You don't even have to have, you know, physical products in your possession. You just have a website that people go to. You drive people to the website. They buy the products. It comes from China. You're literally not involved at all. It's got to be the easiest thing ever. But what I learned, you know, I've spent six thousand dollars on that website. And I also found out along the way that it is a very operationally heavy endeavor. You have to understand how to drive Google ads and uh, Facebook ads and other things to your product, to your website. And you have to you know, create the demand of those products. And then subsequently, you have to be able to manage all of the inner workings of that website, which are very technical in nature. I am not technical. I am not operational. Thus, the reason Russ has continued to uh, hit me with the Unlimited negative returns that this thing has created year to date. And I just learned a really heavy lesson there is that I'm not an operator and I'm not technical. And I never should have gotten involved in that to begin with. However, how's it going now? You've heard us talk about it. I have actually hired an operator.
0: We've partnered. Wait, wait, wait a second. They've heard you talk about it. I continue to pound this thing as this is a bad idea. Yeah, but that's until now, right? Because oh, now I have an operator, it, and it, you just wait. wait. Sh- show me the money, bro. When you show me December, you uh, let's see, hundred unicorns. Yep, lost money again. Hey, but that's just momentary. It's temporary in nature, Russ. When because- you when you when that thing turns a profit. I will say, yeah, good idea for that month. For that month, when it hey. when it turns a profit for the entirety of what you've paid for it, then I'll say good endeavor. Completely. Hey, I, all I know is there's
1: going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth when that happens, and it ain't gonna be for me. Okay. Be,
0: right. I mean, I'm be. We're been, we're been on joy. it. it, it You know, unicorns is a fairy tale and definitely, um, you know, fun thing to dream about. So is you making money in that thing. So I'm not going to stay with that concept. People want to know about like actual tangible things. So let's, let's talk about the short-term rental business. Okay, Maybe you're interested in getting into the short-term rental business. And there's a lot of different ways to get a short-term rental business. You can buy a property at a destination. We have people in our community that have properties at beaches, lakes, uh mountains right all the all these fun places you can uh buy properties in your local town and do short-term and mid-term rentals you can do rental arbitrage where you don't even buy the property you rent the property and that's what joey you and i did for about three years right we hired an operator we did rental arbitrage at one point time we um we had like 25 26 rentals in our portfolio and we brought in a little over $370,000 in that business. And we sit out, you know, what it cost us to buy all the furniture and, and do all the stuff was like 217,000. That's what you call a good investment, right? Like that is a good return on your investment, not unlimited negative returns like you have in hundred unicorns. This is a positive. So we should spend way more time talking about this, but we're not. If you go back and roll out the tape, I'm going to move on from this investment way faster than you did talking about stupid unicorns. Hey, but, but here's the thing
1: about this. Now, one, you can see our cash on cash return. If you're, by the way, if you're not seeing this on YouTube, go to YouTube so you can check this out. The cash on cash return on that is 33%. But that's not the end of the story. And that's because we not only created the business from scratch, we hired an operator from day one. That was a humongous win for us because it allowed us to actually scale super quickly and keep in our light right? To stay in our investor DNA, which is to be on the advisory or the influence side of things, but not to get caught up in the day-to-day, not to get caught up in operations. The second part of the story, as you've probably heard, but I'll catch you up really quickly, is we got out of the business last uh, June or last May, and we were able to do that by owner financing this business to our operator. He wanted to continue. He wanted to scale. He wanted to go faster and we were really ready to move on. And so the returns on this are going to actually continue. And it's going to continue to pay us for the next two and a half years.
0: That to me is huge. I'm going to say this. I really believe, right? There's an opportunity for someone who's in this space or wanting to get into short term rental space. I am really big on the midterm rental. And here, here's why one of my family members just recently had a fire. They're going to have to be out of their house for the next eight to nine months. They don't want to move into an apartment, right? There's very few houses that are actually available in our city that is large enough to to meet their family size. I think if you you find three and four and five bedroom houses in your city, you can be the go-to person for insurance companies to place these families in for six months to three years because they have some friends right now who over three years ago had their house torn up in a tornado. They just moved in like three, three, four months ago, whenever it was. I mean, they wow. were out of their house for almost two years. There's just so much opportunity. Like literally we could like make a fortune in that space. If you want to be a, an operator and you don't want to do the, the short term rental, like the Airbnb and, and dealing with VRBO, You want to have somebody in there for long-term, but you want to get paid at a greater rate than the long-term rates because you can actually get a 20 to 30% premium from the insurance companies and have someone in that space as if you were having a long-term rental. All right, moving on. Syndications is something that we talk a lot about a lot is, you know, if your investor DNA is like, I like consistency, I like something where I can analyze the numbers. I like the idea that I'm literally going to be a passive investor. I'm not going to have to go try to determine the, the the market that I'm investing in, I'm not going to have to try to place an operator. All I have to do is evaluate, do some due diligence on the operator, see what the track record is. I can invest in it. You and I did that in many different things on this list. We invested in an ATM investment, right? This was three and a half years ago or three three years and some months ago. Right. uh, We put 104,000 in that deal. And every single month we get paid a little over $2,100. And so our cash on cash returns somewhere around 25%. That doesn't include the tax benefits that we got. Now, this is one of those investments where at the end of seven years, so we get about four, a little less than four years left uh, of getting that money. It will be, that investment will go away. But that's been a very uh, lucrative, but also very, satisfied investment from the passive side of my nature. What about for you?
1: Yeah, and I'll just add this. So I'm I'm an S profile, which means I'm super steady, loyal, like I like to have relationships. And I think that that's what is really interesting to me about syndications is the relational aspect. If you get to know somebody who's an operator and you get to know them as more than just, hey, this is a good rate of return in this investment, but you get to know the person. Yet the investment itself, whatever they show you on that first page of that prospectus, the, the future projected returns, those are going to change. But the person is something that you need to know and you need to go deep with in order to know if this is something that you want to partner with them. Uh, that's why I like working in business relationships is interesting to me. As long as you know the person, uh, it's something that you can feel good about as an S profile to put your money to partner your strengths and their strengths together. If you've listened to our show for any length of time, you've heard us talk about infinite banking and how we were able to use that concept to create over $50,000 a month in passive income. But it's just not that easy to figure out how does this all connect into my own personal system?
0: Stallion, that's why we created the Passive Income Operating System, bro. It shows you how to turn active income into passive income it makes all the steps come together if you would like to get access to it as a podcast listener we've never given this away in public before go to what's what forward slash p-i-o-s there was nothing worse than walking into class when you're in school and the teacher's saying pot quiz day why because you were unprepared are you unprepared though for financial freedom Don't be. Find out how close you are by taking our 30-second quiz
1: at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash quiz.
0: It's staying in the syndication space. We've we've done several things that was fairly passive, right? And a lot of those have come recently. Like one of the things we did, uh, we've been accumulating a significant amount of cash in a lot of different places that, you know, specifically in our infinite banking systems. So if you're looking on this list, you're watching you, you notice that we have this column where we say level three IBC. Well, level three IBC is when we're investing in, in partners, investment people, as well as in third parties, people that may be unrelated to us. And we've done that. We've bought a number of life insurance policies from people over the years. And and just those, so these are just on investment people. This is not on me and Joey. This is not on our family members. These are on third parties because level one is when you invest when you buy insurance policies on yourself and your spouse level two is when you buy insurance policies on your kids and parents. Well, level three is when you start buying them on employees, people uh, that you're partnered with investment people, third party people. Well, you notice that we have over $500,000 that we've put into these life insurance policies. Well, as we started looking at the cash that we were accumulating at the end of last year, we're like, okay, we've got people that we we've gotten, We've got to know very well, uh, we like the uh, investment opportunities that they're in. And so we started making, just clicking off investments into those specific areas. And what we're gonna be doing throughout 2024, sharing with you, what are the results of those specific investments? Well, and let me let me just
1: give a shout out really quickly to how you get to a point where you feel really comfortable investing with somebody uh, from a relational standpoint. And you, it's like, you got to build it, right? It doesn't just happen on accident. It doesn't just happen by reading, again, their prospectus or their their projections. You get to know the person. Well, what that, that vehicle has been for you and I, Russ, is the passive income mastermind, right? If you don't have a place where you're going and being around other investors and operators, there are, there are plenty of operators within our mastermind that you can get to know at a personal level. And for us, the next, the, the, the last few deals that we've done have been like Cultivate Collective, uh, IHG Opportunity Fund, and ARC Multifamily are all members of our mastermind. Like those are people we've gotten to, to really spend time around and to go deep on exactly what their business plans are and do they align with what we're trying to accomplish with. And as those things were all checked, bang, it just made it super easy for us to know exactly where to send those dollars that have been accumulated.
0: So we get asked this question about land investing or land flipping, depending on who you're talking to, that's one of those conversations that comes up. Many people that are listening to this right now, you might be a land investor. You're out there buying raw land from someone and turning around and selling it on notes. God bless you. I love you for being able to do that. I truly believe that if I would have learned about this as little as seven years ago, Stallion, I've said this over and over again, as little as seven years ago, I would not be on this podcast right now. There would be no such thing as What's Wall Street, at least would be a part of it. That's all I would be doing. I would be buying and selling raw land just solo and and, and laughing at you with 100-year-old This would be all I'm doing. I think that this is such a humongous opportunity, such a great business, but it does require you on the front end to spend a lot of time and effort to build the business. It's not effortless. It's not passive initially as you're building it. Now, the reason I say I would have done it as little seven years ago, because we were not doing these things. We were just learning a lot of these ideas. I had cash in my infinite banking systems. I could have had the ability to do it. I had a little more time at that point. as we built the businesses, we didn't have the time to do this personally. We had to find a way. We, we had to partner with someone. And so we partnered with a team who already had an operating business in the land investing space. And people say, well, how's that working out for you? Well, how's it working out for us Dave?
1: I'd say, uh, as they say, strong to quite strong. We've invested a total of $400,000 into this business. And to date, uh, the enterprise value, let me explain that, the total of all the land notes that have been created, that means the the payments that will be coming to us over the next five, six, seven, ten 10 years, depending on the note length, is almost one percent was a little bit over $1.3 million. Now that is pretty amazing. In fact, the cash on cash return there is 63% based on the cash flow that we're receiving right now. And as you heard on previous reports, that cash flow is just topped 30 or excuse me, 30,000 per month. And so that's where that's coming from. Now explain how the the IRR on this column here is Russ.
0: Well, the IRR Joey is ultimately just showing you Hey, we've put in this amount of money over these specific time frames, And then this is what, as you said, the IRR is, is based upon, well, what could you sell it for today? So if somebody came in, they probably are not going to give us the full 1.3 million, right? They're going to want some sort of discount off of that. But if we had no discount associated with it, it's around 46%. I love showing this because our, our land investing people are like, oh, don't do it being under 72%. like i will not even look at something and i'm like that's great i love you for that like but the, here's the deal is that if i actually showed them well the 400,000 that we invested in this actually was barred against our life insurance policy so all we had to do is pay the interest on the 400,000 our return is uh, somewhere you know like 125% or something like that so i am good you know we're 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 definitely at more than the 72% but that's kind of where that number comes from we've also done some other investing in other operators right where we, we found other little asset classes that we were interested in that we want to dip our toe in not major investments for us which i think for if you're a beginning investor this is maybe an area you find something where you can dip your toe in you can kind of experience it by being close to an operator being very close into Maybe a new business. You know, talk a little about some of those that we've invested in and, and some of the results. Yeah. So I'll, I'll
1: just say uh, one of the other mastermind members that we have, um, Jamie Bateman, started in a note fund, right? A mortgage note fund where he's buying distressed notes, mortgages on properties that the bank is willing to sell at a discount. And in some cases, that turns into just getting the note back to where it's paying on time and then reselling it there's all sorts of strategies around notes. the point about it is is super interesting to me coming from the mortgage background that i have but it was very technical and as i learned my from my lesson 100 unicorns not something i wanted to learn and actually do my myself like hands-on but i really appreciate the strategy and the business plan and so jd is an expert he is an operator And uh, so we were able to invest alongside him with the Integrity Mortgage Note Fund. And we invested about 25,000 with him. We've we've received almost $4,000 back. And so the cash on cash right there is 7%, but we look to be closing that out here in the next 12 to 18 months um, with him. And it's just been a great way to consistently get cash flow without having any sort of headache hands-on um, and I, I, love the asset class behind it. It's really solid notes against property
0: that are considerably less than the value of the home. So, and so here's, you, you here's what you can't lose with that. So here, here's one of those things where people say, well, guys, you're, you're earning 30% in some things, 25%, 60%. Why would you put money in something that was only earned at around 7%? The value of learning a business and how things work make it worth it right so like the way this fund actually operates gives us more insight to how to do other deals so while at the time we had cash in our insurance policies it was costing us less than five percent to borrow the money and we were turning around and loaning it out basically to earn a seven percent cash on cash return so we had profitable margin there right it was not it was basically almost a risk-free investment i see almost right there it, it, that deal can't yeah. go bad, but it was almost risk-free, but really it was the education that we were gaining by watching how that deal is done, because how we can then use that same concept, some of the same intellectual ideas from it, we've been able to apply in other deals that we've done that give us a much greater return. So that it, it's not always, what is the return on that specific deal? is what's the return on the information that we get. So the ROI is not always on investment. Sometimes it's on the information, which allows you to do other deals in the future, which have way greater results that don't always show up. There's the C and there's the other C. We we also invested in a small operator, somebody who started an e-commerce brand that we're selling, it was a candle business, stack candles, and we, we made a $30,000 investment and that business, the first couple of years are actually spending most of the money paying down the previous owner where they had owner financed the business. And so we were paying off that debt to them to get them out of that space. And so of late, actually the income is significantly increased right now. we're For the year of 2023, we averaged about 11% cash on cash return. But when you look at how much we're earning right now on it, it's moving closer to 25%. When we get into 2024, you'll see some of those numbers because in December, it our little distribution from our, our little investment there was $1,500, right? Like Imagine that. how, if you're listening, as you're listening to this, think about that. Like if you can make a $30,000 investment and get $1,500 back a month, how many of those deals would you do, right? And, and you have stake in a business, right? So I, we're not showing the asset value of these companies that we have small, you know, percentages in. Those are, those are numbers. Well, when there's an exit, whenever... There's a return of principal, so all those dollars are going to come flushing back to us as well. But think about it. You want as many of those opportunities as you can find. And that's just one of those little small deals. Now, I, I don't know about this next one, Joey. <laughs> we talked about the Ethereum mining. We buy on these computers. We were mining Ethereum. And I'm going to do this for the next time. I'll give you a recap. I should have done this earlier. You know me forgetting to do things. I, I bet you we made three, four, 500% in the Ethereum mining space when we had those mining computers, we decided that that works so well that we're going to get into a Bitcoin mining fund, right? We're going to go buy Bitcoin mining machines and we're going to, you know, put a significant amount of capital. So we put 175,000 into that deal and we're going to start mining Bitcoin to date. That 175,000 has produced a whopping 7,100, <laughs> and we're a year and a half into this deal.
1: Yeah, that would not be strong to quite strong Russ, us uh, as we're as we are defining what's strong and quite strong.
0: Yeah. It, so uh, if if anybody out there is rooting on Bitcoin to keep growing in price, so are we, uh, <laughs> because it, it requires Bitcoin to be a little over 32,000, I think, in USD. Uh, to, uh, to the coin for it to actually turn a profit. So now that we're over 40,000 a coin, uh, now we're starting to see some returns. So let, let's just keep on rolling. Just keep it going, right? Wow. Well, and I, w- I want to add this though.
1: Out of this whole list, this is the one that I feel like we, we set to invest based on having an alternative to our cash, right? It was never intended to be this, The way that crypto is typically positioned is like this i'm going to trade it like a stock almost to create some some constant return and just keep creating an active income to do that that has never been our intention our intention was always to start to put money into something that could be an alternative almost like a gold um type of hedge against the us dollar crashing or otherwise so I, I give you that as my kind of, you know, two cents on that. But it, you know, it has been somewhat disappointing,
0: even in light of that. We're not going to be a dead horse, uh, unless, unless they're unicorns and those aren't dead, those just never existed. <laughs> but we, we, yes, we, we, we made a couple hundred thousand dollar mistake and invested in a, a, a bad situation. We call it a Ponzi scheme. And, uh, we put that on here too, no returns, but lessons learned, right? Uh, Turo, Turo. Uh, we we've done Turo. Uh, we've had three different cars on Turo, uh, including uh, an RV, I guess. And the um the the returns are are kind of all over the board. And to be honest, I didn't even want to go ask, uh, you know, to figure out what how much we invested, <laughs> how much we've made. Um, I, I will say this, Joey. Last month, your Turo. Brought in, um, $1,600 net. So bro, good for you, man. Good for you. you, Thank you. The best return
1: on that was the fact that I did nothing for it. It is completely passive, have a great operator and, uh, man, they're just consistently taking care of it in, in just paying me a check and I love it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a good thing. Um, we, we made another mistake, um, man. I hate making mistakes, but we seem to keep making them late last year. We decided that we should, we should invest in an ice vending machine. Like this is going to be a great idea for just 50 grand. One of these could be yours and you can go find a location and set up shop, connect it with uh, water power and start selling bags of ice to all those people who need ice for all the above. On a day uh, when it's 18 degrees in Birmingham, it's hard to get excited about ice. I'm just gonna hey, comment. you know, that old phrase that you can sell ice to an Eskimo. Like, <laughs> I, I'm i looking for you, okay? Like, I'm looking if you can sell ice to anyone, unless Eskimos or you know, Alabamians, anybody <laughs> that you know. Hey, by the way, we will ship this thing to you for 50 grand or so. Like, if you want this opportunity, I can pass this along to you because. We have yet to, we we have yet to find the location for this. Now, um, I will kudos to you. You actually went and attempted to go talk to somebody. I've made zero attempts. I've talked about a couple ideas, but I'm the idea guy, not the follow through guy. So this is one of those things that I think is a bad idea. Now, as I look back on it and I see what we invested and total return to date is a big whopping zero.
1: Hmm. You got to plug it in to get a return. I
0: think is what the what they said. <laughs> well, you yeah, actually have to it. take ownership of it, like have it here. Like we have ship money to somebody. Somebody's just like, we got the machine and we got fifty grand. This is great. This is an amazing business. Like that's the model of all models. Uh, the, the last thing that's on our report here is uh, we did a deal with what our, our good friend Travis Smith. We invested in his technology Tribest, something I believe is going to be a game changer for you as you're trying to build passive income, not only investing alongside of friends and family, but also for those of you who have been been doing syndications and investing and building your knowledge base, there's going to be an opportunity for you to build passive income by being able to do single purpose vehicle deals, by being able to work with other syndicators. And definitely encourage you to reach out to Trivest and and look into all of the things that they're doing there. Um, definitely a, a, a space, so I think that's going to have lots of opportunity. So we we've done a deal with them. We 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 did a um, a debt deal with them, and it's getting us ten percent. But more importantly, that was an investment in you. That was an investment in, in you tribe. That we want that technology. You know, in in a startup phase, I know how hard it is. Capital's bit is 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 being churned through but we believe this technology is going to be a game changer and that was definitely a big opportunity. So as we, we look at this, we, we put in, you know, more than $2 million in this and just these items that we have here, we're at 1.8 million. Uh, there's a couple of items we didn't list, uh, like the theory mining and and, and some of the other, uh, the, the long-term rental stuff that we've done over the last several years, which puts us way over $2 million over the last couple of years in this specific space. I think that, um, If we can do this, you can too. No doubt. No doubt. And that again, our
1: whole goal here, you've heard us say it before, is that Russ and I are just beggars trying to tell other beggars where to find the bread. And hopefully we're leaving the breadcrumbs on podcasts like this for you to pick up and take and run because ultimately your financial freedom is the goal. If you can take some of this and get there as fast as possible that's what we're about. Um, if you need help on that journey, you can always reach out to us at wealth dot forward slash free call. Talk to one of our coaches, determine if working with one of them to shortchange, to borrow the time and to create and compress that time to get to financial freedom as fast as possible is for you. We can certainly help you along the way.
0: But yep. as always, we appreciate you tuning in. So as we recap this in 2023, we, br- we brought in a net income of, pa- a net passive income of $568,484.06, which have, which was a 4% increase over 2022. And I made you the promise in 2024, Stallion, that we're going to grow that by more than 25% this year. And it's one because of some of the investments we've already made, but we have a couple of big ones that are, are about to start paying off. I think that that's gonna help us get to that number. So hopefully you found value in today as we shared all of this, a lot of, lot of numbers. So if you weren't uh, watching this uh, live with us, you haven't gone back and watched the YouTube video, it'll probably make a little more sense. As always, we appreciate you for listening. Have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.